Hoorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, a Vietnam veteran. With the help of some generous donors, I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985-637-3849. 637 Thank you. Kick off football season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets, guaranteed, when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY to get in on the action. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT-STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-877-70-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline one 9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, Kick off thinking about gas mileage. If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs, but the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more. And you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service is available at all 6200 stores. See details at AutoZone.com. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hola, amigos. It is our... Two 800-998-1003, the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. We are live at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue. As uh we'd like you to stop on by and have a little bit of lunch here as well. Awesome debut by the professor. Wanna bet? Live at Boomtown Casino, 10 to noon. Got everything warmed up. You'll be there next Thursday. Boomtown Casino. Go pay him a visit. Go check it out. Talking about all the different games, including the NFL kickoff tonight. That's right. Bills at the Rams, favored by two and a half. And I'm excited. I'm kind of looking forward to obviously getting the season started, getting going. Josh Allen, Professor, this is just for you. What is it like to be facing oh Aaron Donald? Getting the ball off on, you know, on time, um, putting it where our receivers can get it. You know, trying to wear down maybe early with not getting to me. You know, some quick passes here or there. Uh, can't mm-hmm. give away too much of the game plan, but sure. um, just, you know, really limiting his impact on the game is what we're trying to do. As for Von Miller, who'll be facing the Rams. You know, repetition is the father of learning. So I've, I've envisioned it. I've, I've thought about it. You know, I thought about, like, man, what I'm going to say to Aaron Donald in, in warm-ups pregame. I thought about, like, dang, is, is, is Coach McVay going to look at me crazy, like, before the game? Like, and if he does, like, how do I react to that? Like, what if I try to talk to a guy before the game he doesn't want to talk to me? Like, you know, what if the fans <laughs> boo me? What if the fans cheer me? You know, I've, I've, I've already thought about all of these different things. It is. Looking forward to it. 720 tonight, NBC is when you can check out the NFL season kickoff. Are you doing anything special? Are you ordering a pizza, getting some wings, smoking something on the grill? I don't know. What do you do? Do you do anything special for the NFL kickoff or just watching a game? Obviously, you got to wait till Sunday at noon for your New Orleans Saints taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Hmm. You know who wasn't on the injury report yesterday? We talked about this earlier. Those that were and didn't practice, Traquan Smith, Dwayne Washington, Paulson Adebo, Landon Young, Tanner Owen due to illness. Limited were Thomas. Michael Thomas, Eric McCoy, Pete Warner, JT Gray. Marcus Davenport was not. 
on the injury report. So he was asked in the locker room, how are you feeling? You know, the uh, goal really is to just feel better every day. And um, from there, since the season, you know, the goal is to win. So uh, that's just the process right now. All right. Now, how about him being able to be a piece of the defense that we all think can be a pretty good force this season? Sure. We got, like, a, a locker room full of great players, you know, some of the best, you know, uh, I like to attribute that to, you know, the rest of my D-line, the defense entirely. You know, I'm only a piece, so. All right. Now, one of the things uh, about him when it comes to him, Chef Scott, is his health. How is he feeling? You know, uh, the goal really is to just feel better every day. And um, from there, since the season, you know, the goal is to win. So uh, that's just a process right now. Look, you heard Demario Davis and others this week training camp talking about the potential of this defense and what they can do and he's the first to say gotta go out there and do it but Davenport's take on how good they can be uh, that's something you know you gotta ask at the end of the season you know um as good as we can be you know it's we're not there yet you know we gotta go show it and then then from there we will be all right how about facing the dirty birds you know it's gonna be a good test you know we we got to see them a little bit of preseason but uh overall you know it's a new team so we get to see how we get to fare against them. One thing that kind of keeps um, being a topic, obviously, this week, and we talked about this yesterday, Chef Scotty, about storylines. What's a storyline heading into this week? Everyone's talking about Mariota. You know, his legs, escapability, things of that nature. Yeah. Demario Davis had this to say uh, about facing him at quarterback for the Falcons. I mean, he's he's been in this game for a while and, and has done some good things. You know, a guy that, that uh, smart, keep their offense on track uh you know a ton a ton of athleticism so he's dangerous not just with his arm but with his legs as well um so and he got some good weapons around him so it's it's it's, it's challenging enough to start with a good quarterback but when a good quarterback has weapons around him it makes it even more challenging so so we got to be on that game now look when you take a look at the injury report for the falcons and Obviously, one of the things you keep an eye on is whether or not Drake London is going to be able to go. He was the first-round pick. He's been dealing with an injury um, as well. So it's something that you'll see what they can do. Obviously, they lost the one to gambling. <laughs> you no longer have Julio, who's actually with the Bucks and changed his jersey and things of that nature. But, again, it's just kind of one of those things to keep an eye on as to um, – what those injury reports are and what the players are going to be and what they have. Now, Drake London is listed as having a knee injury that he suffered in preseason, limited. Darren Hall, a cornerback, quad injury, limited. And non-injury related was tight end Parker Hesse. So that's... They have a tight end. Again. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) It's not not, uh, Kyle Pitts, by the way. But... Again, not Davenport on there. I know Thomas was limited, but seeing him out there and just listening to him in the locker room yesterday, Scott, you, you get the idea and the indication, and you heard him say he can't wait legitimately um, to get out there. And, I mean, you hear him say it, and, I, you know, again, and I understand there's a, there's a part of the fan base that's not buying it for some reason. And I understand it, but... Here's what he said yesterday. I mean, that's what I love to do, man. I love football. I love coming out here competing. I love working on my game. I love taking coaching and, and, and trying to collaborate with my coach and, and find ways to do something better and uh, create separation and just make highlights and and uh, perfect my craft. So um, whenever, you know, you, you, you know, I had weeks where I felt like I was close to going in the game and then I wasn't able to go in the game or, like, just because going with the in- injury or whatever, but... Now it's just like, I'm kind of itching for it. Alright, so, I love hearing that he's excited and ready to go. And you could see him, Scott, in that locker room, all smiles, ready to get going and, and, and get into it. And again, I've said this before, that guy being able to play on Sunday changes a lot of things. It does. It absolutely does. It and does. I can't wait to see him get back to 2019 who, form or more. Who are the Falcons receivers right now? That's a great question. I, you don't even know. Yeah. Um, but that's what makes me nervous. That makes you, you nervous? It does. Because the Saints seem to let down 
against quarterbacks they're supposed to not have problems with. Right. And then some receiver out of the blue has, you know, 10 catches for 150 yards. And it concerns with that. Is that just your nature, though? I'm just asking. Like, if this concerns you with that, then you're going to be concerned next week when you face Tampa, which yeah, is a better I mean, team. There's a reason. Are you going to be concerned when you know <laughs> the Panthers? I, I've got a, I've got doomy. Okay, tendencies. no, that's fine. I'm just making sure that that's you know, where we're going here the rest of the season. I mean, that's, yeah, I've got. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be positive. I I really did not see what happened to LSU Sunday night. I didn't see that coming. I just I had a lot of faith in in Brian Kelly, and he would put this team together. No matter, you know, it's probably the hardest rebuilding process anybody's ever had to face other than Marshall University when the whole team died in a plane crash. But, you know, I, I, it, it was bad. That's a heck of a comparison, by the way. I, I mean, I was I happened to be watching that the other day, and I mean, Jesus. just think about what that was like. Well, I, I didn't mean it to be mean. But, you know, but, but, I, but, I don't think it's that much. But, of I mean, Ed I don't Orgeron. Think it's anywhere near the same, by No, the way. it's not. I'm not, I'm just saying. <laughs> That was worse is what I'm saying. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> you know, but Ed Orgeron left his team, like, just in in horrible, dire straits. And, you know, so, I, you know, you hear Debo's out, and I mean. Would, but you got Bradley Roby, who had six interceptions I during you, training bro. camp. I got you, You man. have your defensive got, line that looks completely intact. I mean, I played yesterday Arthur Smith, you know. He was will they, will they win? Yes, but the point spread's another thing. Five and a half. You don't think the Saints can cover five and a half? I'm not sure. Really? That's sure. But you have not given me a reason. You know, I guess probably got the best kicker in the league. Uh-huh. Keep going. You know? I'm going to talk got, you through this. And we've got Jameis, and we've got, we've got a great receiving core. Uh-huh. We've got Alvin Kamara. Uh-huh. We've got Mark Ingram. Uh-huh. You know, okay. a lot of people think, seem to think that the tight worry? end, the tight yeah. end position is in Don't good hands. Don't need them because to be Troutman's anything other be than so good. decent because of the other either. receivers you got. Keep going. Um, no problems. <laughs> Offensive line. Well, you know. <laughs> if hurts, if, 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 um, hurts gets hurt, hurts gets hurt, whatever. Okay. Well, he spoke yesterday. Yeah. You, you want to hear from him? Maybe this will make you feel better. Yeah, try to make me feel think better. it'll make you feel better. James Hurst, are you ready? Looking forward to it. It's been a, it's been a long time. Finished there last year, obviously, so we'll go back and uh, try to repeat the result. All right, there you go. Um, as far as this offense, how does he think they can be? Maybe for you, just just for you, Scott. Specifically, we'll answer it. No telling, but uh, I'm excited to find out for sure. Uh, you know, you look in the huddle, staying in the huddle, and uh, it's a it's a really good feeling looking around, seeing the faces in the huddle. So we know we got guys to do it. Um, you know, as a member of the offensive line, we know it's it's going to start with us, um, start running the ball. But man, we we know we got some playmakers back there, so we got to give them we got to give them time to make plays. There you go, right? L- little time. No telling, but well, well no we'll telling find because yeah, you'll sure find out. Supposed I mean, to make me feel better. Yes, yes, because he said when you look at the faces in the huddle and you know. looking at those faces in the huddle, it's a first-round pick that no one's going to be able to cover. I'm just telling you Olave is that good. Michael Thomas will be fine. Yeah. Okay? Olave um, is You have good. a five-time Pro Bowl receiver in Landry. Yes. Okay? You have some dude named Alvin Kamara who, again, yeah. is so disrespected in this league, he is easily a top player in this league. Like, a top, top player in this league. He is disrespected. It's unbelievable. (laughs) The guy can score six touchdowns in one game. Right. I'm just telling you. You you have that. You do know that, right? Okay. (laughs) Crowd noise will also not be a factor in that game. Just letting you know, Scott. No. There's no no, no factor. No. There's no need for that. I just got a text saying Marshall was a great comparison. Oh, my. It was a terrible comparison. Well, I mean, what happened well, no, there actually, was horrible. Actually, you're right. Coming from an LSU fan, that's how you think. That's You and I have been going back and forth for five days on the LSU fan base. Anyway, here's Hurst on the Falcons defense. I think it's just a such a solid, balanced group. Obviously, Grady Jarrett's a big-time uh, disruptive player. And always got to know where he is and, and how he's going to make some plays. And we got to do our best to contain that as an offensive line. Um, they fly around. Man. It, it, you know, you watch the film and... See six, seven guys making the tackle every single play. So we know what kind of group we're going against, and uh, we just got to bring it. We got to um, we got to bring it every single play. You never know which one's the one that's going to break. So again, let's see about this offensive line. But here's the thing: if Ramcheck 
And everybody else is healthy and ready to go. I just They'll I, be fine. If, they'll be fine. If everyone's healthy and ready to go, be yeah. Fine. Ian Rappaport earlier this morning saying that the Saints have signed guard Wyatt Davis off the Giants practice squad to their active roster. The former Vikings third-round pick has a new home per Ian Rappaport. Quick break where we come back. We will talk to Corey Glore, voice of the Tulane Green Wave. Tulane won their season opener hosting Alcorn State at Yulman coming up on Saturday night. We'll talk a little Green Wave football next on ESPN New Orleans. It's Ram Power Days at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups of their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa, here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Is knee pain keeping you from living your best life? Get back into the swing of things with a robotic-assisted knee replacement from Thibodeau Regional Health System. Robotic-assisted knee replacement means greater precision and a joint replacement that's customized to your anatomy. And this could mean less pain and a quicker recovery. Most importantly, it can mean improving your quality of life. Learn more at Thibodeau.com. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. High snap. Pratt pulls it down. Fakes the throw. Man jumps at him. He stiff arms another. Now gets out of a tackle. Bouncing lots to the 10. Sullivan's his way to the 5. And he's pulled down at the sideline at the 4. Gain of 12 for Michael Pratt. First and goal too late. And Tulane will hustle up here, load up each side of the line, receivers either side. Pratt takes it himself up the gut, he's got the first slip three, he's at the 10, 5, touchdown! touchdown Michael Pratt was looking for one, he got 20, and he's got 6. Mr. Corey Glore, voice of the Tulane Greenway with the call there uh, from Learfield IMG. Corey, good afternoon sir, how are you? Goose, I'm doing great, how are you? Um, doing fantastic, man, because it, it's nice to hear good calls, enthusiastic calls, and especially coming from a dear friend like you, sir, because it seemed like a fun day for you. Three quarterback, I mean, three TDs from the QB, Michael Pratt, three from Tajay Spears, you had interceptions, you had kick returns, you had everything. <laughs> it, it was a nice way to start a year that needs to be a bounce back year. And uh, it was the type of performance that this team was looking for. They needed a little bit of time to really kind of get their bearings straight. They did not know what UMass was going to throw at them. So many new elements to that program. And so they needed the first half to really lock things down defensively better. They got the pass game going in the second half. Uh, but it was the, the breath of fresh air that I think this program needed to start wiping away memories of last year. And it's interesting because you start there, and I kind of want to start there there as well. And last week we spoke, obviously, with Steve Berrios, and I asked him, I said, look, 
the importance of getting off to a good start. You look at the schedule and three and one, maybe possibly four, no, at the end of September. It's kind of what you want going into that, that Houston game, right, Corey? Guys, when, when you're looking at it, I mean, getting three wins before conference play, I think, would be key in a long way to the win total of six that gets you into a bowl. Yeah, I think three is, is the minimum. You gotta hope you get out of, uh, non-con with because you got Houston right off the bat and that's a tricky Friday nighter on the road to say the least. You end the year at Cincinnati and so then, you know, if you wind up stumbling over the next, you know, three games here of non-con and, you know, they're going to be a dog in Kansas State next week, but say they struggle with Alcorn or Southern Miss coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then you are really starting to play the odds games in the rest of conference play, and that gets a little bit more challenging. When you look at Houston, when you look at Cincinnati, and you see um, some very, very difficult road trips to bookend conference play, then you're starting to needing to steal one somewhere along the line, like a UCF or an SMU later on in the year. And that is a, you don't want to be in that spot, Gus, where you need to steal one in the last couple of weeks of the season. So getting three wins here in non-con or even right. four, because Kansas State is gettable next week as long as they play up to what they're capable of this week against right. Alcorn State, then then you have a little bit of wiggle room in conference where that, that Cincinnati game, the, the UCF and SMU 1-2 punch at home to end the year, um, those are for something bigger than just bowl eligibility. Corey, I think one of the keys, too, was in going back and listening to the Tajay Spear touchdowns, they're, what, four, three, two, one yard, like inside three. the five. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. I mean, that, again, this is an NFL-caliber back, but the fact that your scores are in there kind of gives me – a bigger picture of there was good play by the offensive line. Is that a fair assessment to, to kind of deduce from that? Yeah, so they played really well, and and they did not, you know, they had an idea of what UMass might do because of Don Brown's defense and his, his long career and his penchant for blitzing pretty much everywhere. So they thought they'd get pressure, and they did get it. And they held up extremely well. Pratt was not hit. There were a couple times he played one of those highlights where he, kind of took it upon himself to leave the pocket, but there weren't many moments where he had to leave. Um, and then there was only one TFL across the whole day given up wow. by the offensive line, and it was a loss wow. of two. Uh, and so like, it, it was a stellar performance by a, a group that was very beleaguered last year. Two new guards up front played very well in Prince Pines and Kanan Ray. Uh, and then everyone around them did what we have been accustomed to when they are on over the last couple of years. So it was a much-needed step forward for that unit. Speak with Corey Glory. He's the voice of the Tulane Green Wave. And give him a follow at Corey Glore over on Twitter. When we had Coach Fritz on the last couple of Tuesdays, he felt confident about the offense, confident about Pratt, Tajay, even the line a little bit, Corey. But on defense, he's like, look, we're going to have to depend on some young guys step up and make some plays there as well. How would you assess the Green Wave defense in game one? Uh, it was uh, a halftime adjustment that was needed. Uh, they really struggled with the UMass run game. All they did is quarterback run and handoff. I mean, it, it was there was really no option of them throwing. They threw the ball 11 times across two quarterbacks last week, and, and that wasn't all two-lane defense setting that down. Um, UMass has not had quarterback play in years, to be frank, uh, right. and they're still seeking what they have. But uh, you lose Adonis Freelu, the nose tackle, right before the season starts, and he just had surgery today, so he's, that's, he's gone. Um, and that's a huge loss. And UMass realized that that body wasn't going to be there in the middle of the line early on last week, and they took advantage of it. Now what Tulane was able to do is switch things up, fill some gaps better after halftime, and hold UMass just 55 yards on the ground in the third and fourth quarter after giving up 150 or 145 in the first half. And so um, they're going to now seek some answers in terms of run defense up front. And there will be a couple of young guys that probably get a crack or two up there behind the front line. Uh, a guy like Eliza Champagne, a redshirt freshman, is going to get some regular turn. Noah Taliantic, a local kid, is in his third year, but he's been very injured his first two. He's going to get some regular time. Even a true freshman, Cameron Hamilton, is probably going to get some run here up the middle. And so you are leaning on some younger guys with not a lot of snaps now all of a sudden 
um, to help close things up and run defense. Because Alcorn's bringing in a pretty good running back here, Gus, but next yeah. week when you go to Kansas State and that type of running game and the power that they usually are known for in the run game, that's going to be your major test here about this new look run defense. That's what I was going to ask you next. Coach Fritz on Tuesday spoke about size. It was the first thing he mentioned when he spoke about Alcorn. Um, big back. Well, it was like 229 or something like that. He's a big old back. And then he said size on an offensive line, size on a defensive line. So, again, that's kind of what you want, right, to kind of see what that test is because there's some teams that Tulane's going to face that has that big size. You want to see how they can contend with it. And I would, I would even throw out there, Gus, that the team that Tulane is going to see here Saturday night is a more talented one than the one they saw last week. I mean, mm-hmm. Alcorn has been no slouch in, in, in the SWAC and FCS play, and they have given Division One FCS teams some really big scares over the last couple of years. Now, they haven't been able to pull out wins, but, they, you know, South Alabama nearly coughed one up to them last year in Mobile, and um, this is also a team that, you know, that they are used to winning and they are used to acquiring transfers. And so they do have some huge offensive alignment, more than you would expect from an FCS program. Um, and so this is, frankly, I, I think it's a really good table setter for what will come in the next couple of weeks with Kansas State and then especially in three weeks when you start league play at Houston because Alcorn has a lot more size, a lot more skill, a lot more talent than most FCS programs you're going to put on your schedule and, and frankly, more than what we saw last week against UMass. When you, Steve and Matty, give your keys to the game and things you're looking for, give us a bit of a preview. We'll tune in so we can get all of those keys. But what is something, as you do your charts and you're kind of seeing what that team is, we touched on size. Is there something else that you're going to be keeping an eye on as you said, as you look forward to other teams that Tulane's going to be playing that you want to see this Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I think I think everyone in Alvin Blue wants to see a little bit better of a start in terms of run defense, and, and, and UMass just picked them alive. We already talked about that. But this is going to be a much more balanced offensive attack that Alcorn brings in. Aaron Allen played very well in the time he got at Louisiana Tech, and he transferred over to Alcorn once Louisiana Tech changed coaches at the end of last year. And so um, this is a, a veteran guy who can swing it. And, he, you know, so this is a multifaceted offense that Alcorn brings in. And so it should test the secondary a lot more this week. And this is a, a talented group, but this is where the, the depth becomes a little bit more of a question. This is more where Willie Fritz is looking at for some young guys to step up in the secondary here, and I think they're going to get their opportunity here this Saturday night to show what they can do. So secondary play is going to be pretty important for my eyes here. It's going to be their first real talent. Of the Scores in week one, UCF put up 56 in their win. Temple got shut out 30 to nothing. ECU lost to 13th-ranked NC State 21-20. Cincinnati at Arkansas went down 31-24. Houston edged UTSA in the Cougars are ranked 24, 37-35. South Florida lost 50-21. to Navy lost to Delaware 14-7. Tulsa lost 40-37 to on the road at Wyoming. Memphis lost 49-23 at Mississippi State. And SMU beat North Texas on the road 48-10. Did you take anything out of that week one in the conference? Uh, it wasn't a great showing. Uh, I think that's pretty easy to say when it, you know when ECU has a win in hand uh, or on, on their foot essentially twice against NC State and can't finish it off. That hurts. You know Cincinnati coming close there to Arkansas. I think Cincinnati was. Um, I mean that was a you know I don't think anyone thought that they were going undefeated again this year and they have a lot of changes but they showed well at Arkansas. UTSA is a high-caliber program. Houston needing triple overtime there on the road to get that win. Um, I think that's going to loom pretty nicely here for the league. But, you know, we're, we're talking about an FCS team coming in here to take on Tulane this weekend, Gus. Well, Delaware just went in and knocked off an American Conference team in Navy. And the only other time it's happened this year is that Charlotte got blown out last week by William & Mary, and they're coming to the league next year. So you don't have to look that far to see what can happen if you start kind of looking past 
uh, what might be happening Saturday and start thinking about the Wildcats because you don't. You, all you have to do is look up to Annapolis and look up to Charlotte. You see yeah. that, all right, these schools that are on your level, that are in your league or about to be in your league, um, couldn't hang with them. So you got to stay focused in. But the league needs a bounce back this week. There's no question about that. Corey Glore, voice for the Tulane Green Wave. At Corey Glore, the way to follow over on Twitter. And, of course, you can catch the broadcast on Learfield IMG Sports. Did I do that right? It's been a bit. It's been a bit, Corey. <laughs> uh, we're just Learfield now. Yeah, we're That's just right. Learfield. Now, just Learfield. Yeah. Well, good. So somebody got that suggestion to just, just <laughs> use one word. From Learfield. Awesome. Thank you, Corey, as always, man. I appreciate the time. We'll be talking weekly about Green Wave football. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Gus. Yeah, for sure. Quick break when we come back. Ben Heisler, I know Scott is ready. Are you ready? You ready to talk a little, uh, little gambling, little, um, I love me little some fantasy Benny. foosball as well. You got any questions on either or? Benny's now's the, the time best. to call. 800-998-1003. Buddy, we'll put you on with Ben. We'll do that when we come back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN, New Orleans. Bedtime at the home of Sirius XM. But Conan O'Brien is still awake. Turns out you don't need a car to listen to Sirius XM. You can listen to the app anywhere. In your room, by the pool, at the And Brad Paisley just really needs his beauty sleep. Conan, I just really need my beauty sleep. Maybe really expensive boat, like a yacht. Hmm. The waves could rock you gently to sleep. Don't encourage him, guys. Sorry. Night, night. Everything you want to hear lives here on Sirius XM. Get the Sirius XM app now. Everyone, who's manning the front tonight? Big E's nightclub needs a bouncer with a military background. Dougie, I need you to keep eyes on the back. Security who lays down the no-no when the uns-uns get too intense. That Swedish DJ duo is back tonight. Y'all remember last time. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Shout out to Key there for definitely a piece of good and maybe a little bit of bad influence growing up. <laughs> what do you mean, so, bad but, influence? Uh, what the hell? What, what did I do? Maybe got a little mouthy at the ball game. Josh, I got to ask you a question. Are you a huge Keyshawn Johnson fan? I would say huge. I want to throw out a name for huge. I'm a big T.O. guy. <laughs> G.J. and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Oh, big talker, ain't you? A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Buddy has been on. There is a free line. If you have a question about fantasy football, now is the time to do so. He will give you the answers. You don't want it from me. Ben Heisler, as always, man, I appreciate your time. Managing editor for Bet Sighted. We'll talk a little game as well as well. Sir, how are you this afternoon? What's up, man? One in the NFL season, man. Yeah, it is tonight. Bills at the Rams. Let's start there. Two and a half. Who do you like and why? By the way, remember you're in New Orleans. So no one here likes the Rams. So be very kind to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, we're we're going to get off to a bit of a rough start. I, I will say this. I, I have Buffalo going with the chalk like everybody else. It's a Super Bowl pick. Um, they're going to be the best team in the NFL, even if they don't end up with the best record. Uh, there's just too much consistency on both sides of the ball. And they'll give, they'll, they'll give the Rams a very, very tough challenge to open up the season. But Sean McVay uh, in, in week one has been outstanding against the spread. 
Um, you know, it's not often that the reigning Super Bowl champion gets to, to play the underdog card and, and play the everybody's against us, you know, mentality. <laughs> yeah, and that makes me nervous. <laughs> they're, they're actually a little bit more healthy than, than Buffalo is right now. I think the loss of Tredavious White um, to be able to try and lock down Super Cup or Allen Robinson is going to be noticeable tonight. And eventually, once they get him back, you know, Buffalo was, you know, the, the top uh, football outsiders DVOA team from a season ago. So I, I think the Rams are, are getting a little bit of value here. I think if uh, if your book has it as up to three, that's absolutely a dynamite play. Uh, two and a half, I, I still feel confident in, in thinking the Rams are, are probably uh, live to win. I, I do like them at plus two and a half. Jack is on the on-deck circle ready to ask you a fantasy football question. Um, I got to ask you about the Saints, though, and Falcons. Five and a half points. I, I think I like it. I, I Look, I think the Saints are going to score this year. I like the five and a half. Am I wrong? No. No, Falcons Thank, are There you go. There you go. They're, they're going to be atrocious. They are in full-on tanking mode. I, I could see Atlanta, you know, having some, some nice first half. Like, I kind of liken them to what we saw out of the Lions last year. Think about how many games the Lions were in before they just kind of beat down their own leg and just kind of let it go before Dan Campbell started to take more control, get the play calling going. Like, Atlanta's going to have some, some nice pieces on offense. It's just a question of that offensive line. Not exactly sure where the running game is going to come from. I don't trust Cordero Patterson to, to keep that up again. Um, and defensively, yeah, AJ Terrell might be a nice corner, but I'm not sure who's going to pass. You rush the passer right now. I think Winston's going to have all day to throw. I think it's going to be fun for him to spread it around a little bit. Uh, Kamara should have a fantastic day in the backfield. It, it feels like that's going to be one of the favorites in a division game, uh, even on the road. Normally all the trends tell you to go otherwise. Uh, but I have a hard time looking at the Saints right now and trying to figure out well, where is where's the where's the disadvantage for them in this game. Uh, I, I think they come out and, and, and strike fast, kind of Cobra Kai style against Atlanta. Uh, Bucks and Cowboys is a game I'll be paying attention to Sunday night. Of course, Tampa two and a half point favorite. Packers and Vikings. I'm surprised Green Bay just a point and a half favorite. It is at Minnesota. Lots of unknowns there a little bit. But I had somebody at the gym this morning tell me my upset of the week. It's Steelers and Bengals in Cincy. Cincy six and a half point favored. Uh, are, is that the upset game for you, or do you have one? I do have that as an upset game for me. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because the the Bengals are going to be a, a good team. I, I, I genuinely believe that uh, that they're going to really sort of buck the trend over the course of the last several years of of Super Bowl contenders that lose in the big game and then really just come out flat and and possibly even miss the postseason the following year. I mean, Cincinnati is not even the favorites in their own division. That's Baltimore, and the Ravens finished last last year. But I do like Pittsburgh. I, I think they're very much live for the upset on the road. Um, they have plenty of flaws, and you'll start to notice that more and more as, as you get more scouting reports on whether it's Trubisky or Pickett in that offense. But this is where Mike Tomlin shines. He's 45-23-2 against the spread in his career as an underdog. He's 29-19-1 against Fred as a dog on the road, and mm. I think you're still looking at a, a, at a Bengals team that might come out a little bit flat, playing up against a, a Steelers defense that still has C.J. Watt. It's probably going to be the healthiest they'll be all year. Um, I, I do think Pittsburgh very much is live in this game uh, at six and a half, and uh, on the money line, it's plus two twenty or above. All right, Jack. As always, leads things off with the fantasy football questions. Jack, how uh, are you? You uh, on with uh, Ben Heiser? Uh, 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 uh. Ben, 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 I missed you, Ben. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm um, you too, Ben. Good to hear you, Ben. Um, I, I had two questions. First of all, um, in one of my drafts that I was in with one of the hosts today, um, I, I ended up with Javante Williams, Cortland Sutton, and by the time I got around the quarterback, as I waited, I ended up with Russell Wilson. Okay, do you think that's too much exposure to the Broncos? Would you try to trade one of those guys? And the other question is, I was anti-Tennessee. I really like the Giants plus the points on Sunday. Let me know what you think. Thanks for taking my call, right, guys. Well, Y'all have a good day. So we're, we're very much in agreement. I actually really like the, the pickup and the stacking of the Broncos. Maybe it's a little bit too much exposure, but, I mean, these are all quality players that have a really easy first half of the year. So you asked whether or not you need to consider trading one of them. I would say try to trade 
one of those guys. Maybe it's Russ. Uh, maybe it's Sutton if you're concerned that he may not stay healthy. Uh, Javante Williams, I think, is going to be there for the long run, and I, I think he's going to be a very good back. But I, I think once their schedule starts to get really tough, particularly around the postseason for fantasy, uh, that might be a time to maybe move on from, from somebody like Russ and try to get maximum value back for him. Uh, as far as the Giants go, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I think they're, they're live on the road against Tennessee. Uh, the, the Titans are not the same Titans that we've become accustomed to. They're not the number one seed from a season ago in the AFC. They, they don't have A.J. Brown anymore. That's going to be a noticeable difference for them. Uh, Robert Woods is now the number one receiver in that offense. He's still recovering from an ACL. Uh, Derek Henry tends to get off to some slow starts over the course of the season before he really starts to ramp things up in the second half. I, I'm not sure how much I can trust him. And frankly, until Ryan Tannehill starts to prove that without A.J. Brown, he's going to be able to take some shots down the field, uh, you know, defenses are going to put eight, nine guys in the box and basically say, okay, go ahead and beat us another way. Uh, Daniel Jones has an adult in the room now in Brian Dable, and I think that's going to make a noticeable difference for them. I, I think the Giants keep it close. You saw the number move from six and a half down to five and a half. I I'd maybe try to wait a little bit to get a better number, maybe six or above. But I do think the Giants are, are very much in play, especially to cover. Speak with Ben Heisler. At Benny Heis is the way to give a follow over on Twitter. H-E-I-S, the last name. Managing editor over at Bedside. Scott, you got something for him? Yeah, I do. Hey, Benny, how are you, man? My, my, my question of the week would be, um, you know, I like... Carolina's quarterback. <laughs> no, nobody seems to want to give him an opportunity. How do you think they look against the Browns this this Sunday? Cleveland did give him an opportunity, just letting you know. They, yes, they drafted him number one overall. Just letting I know what they. That's did. kind I of an opportunity. Think, just, I don't, you know, and he still does. <laughs> he still doesn't have a coach. I know, but I, I just there's something about Baker Mayfield that I like. What do you think? I, there's a lot of people that that kind of feel the same way that. Um, you know, Baker's kind of an, an underdog story as your rags to riches, and you, you bring him up and you put him back down. Now he gets that opportunity to redeem himself against the team that drafted him. Um, he's going to be fired up, and I actually like a lot of the weapons that he has offensively in Carolina. Offensive line is particularly good, but they have a healthy Christian McCaffrey at least to the early portion of the season. Right. Uh, you still have DJ Moore, who's a you know an electric wide receiver. Robbie Anderson's still a, a part of that team as well. Um, it, there are some pieces in Carolina that I think you can feel pretty good about. And remember, this is a team that started off 3-0 and last year, and then once McCaffrey got hurt, the whole dynamic of their offense changed. So I could kind of see it. I could kind of see Carolina getting off to another hot start, maybe making it look like Matt Rule's job is safe. And, you know, once they deal with some more injuries or, or possible you know, changes and teams start to adjust towards them, then I could see Baker and the rest of the team struggling a little bit. But I, I do think Carolina could be one of those surprise teams in the first quarter of the season that eventually falls back, falls back to earth once that's said and done. Ben, my son has started watching Star Wars, and I feel like the old phrase, it's a trap, is exactly what pops in my head when I see 49ers and Bears. San Francisco seven-point favorite? Yeah, Bears are not going to be good, but... Kind of similar to what we were talking about with the Lions. They're going to be competitive. Like, I think they can go past their win total of five and a half. I think Justin Fields is actually going to take some very positive steps in the right direction. Your counter to that might be, well, he has nobody to throw to. Well, Darnell Mooney could be a nice thousand-yard receiver. Cole Kovett was a tight end drafted in the second round. They still have very high hopes for him. Um, and they have a solid run game with David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert that I think is going to open up play action. Remember, like, the, the Bears did not run a competent offense last year because of Matt Nagy. He was trying to put the, the round peg in the square hole or whatever the, the expression is. It wasn't working. And now you have an offense that is tailored to Justin Fields, who has bought in um, to, to, uh, to Luke Getze, who's their new offensive coordinator. The structure in place right now for competency in Chicago, and that's a low bar to be at, is actually there. So I do think that they're not necessarily live to upset San Francisco, but I think they'll keep it close. Like I could see this being like a 10-10 game at halftime, uh, and then the Bears probably like losing it, you know, twenty-three to seventeen and covering the six points. Anything else, Scott? Yeah, I mean they seem to be giving the Jacksonville Jaguars some credit here. Washington's only two and a half at home. Uh, does that make sense? I think so. I, I think Jacksonville's going to be 
substantially better this year. Think about yeah. what we were talking about with the Giants, having an adult in the room. You go from Urban Meyer, who was anything but that, yeah. um, in just an absolute disaster of a season in Jacksonville, to Doug Peterson, who's won a Super Bowl. And is he the perfect coach? No. But they're installing a modern offense that's going to play to the strengths of Trevor Lawrence, who I think all of us agreed that he was you know, the consensus number one pick coming out of the draft from a couple seasons ago. Um, he has weapons in place. Travis Etienne is, is somebody that I love this year. I think he's a candidate for comeback player of the year nice. um, mm-hmm. because of what he might be able to do in that offense to catch a ton of passes if he's able to stay healthy. And then you have Christian Kirk, you have Marvin Jones, you have plenty of guys you know in the middle of that that lineup um, that that are going to be able to get themselves open for Lawrence. Like I, I think Jacksonville could be like a sneaky contender in the AFC South. I, I think they're going to be a fairly competent team this year. And I don't feel the same way about Washington. Ooh, that's just a little taste of what you can get over there at Bet Sided as well, right there, sir? Yeah, I just got to see oh, all yeah. your picks. <laughs> He's got to see all. The I want to see all of them. He wants I'm them all. Go I'm going to go to Bet Sided. We post them. We, that, that's the one thing that that's really important to us. Is that there's there's a lot of places where you can go and, and read a bunch of uh, information on, on how to bet games. And, there's house and services like that, and then we certainly don't want anything to do with that. Like, a lot of this is just our research, how we try to back everything up, and then we post every pick that we make. So um, it's fully transparent, and you don't have to pay for, for any bets. This should be about having fun and, and kind of understanding the process that you need to be successful in doing this. Benny, nice. what's your um, – what's the best pick of the day? <laughs> one more. Best pick of the weekend. Best pick of the weekend. I'll, I'll give you two. We we talked about the, uh, the Giants covering. Uh, I got them at six right. and a half. I, I feel really good about that number. Um, I also like the Texans to, to cover against uh, Indy. Frank Reich, zero and four in his career in Week One, both straight up and against the spread. Um, you know, eight and a half points is way too many points uh, to be laying um, you know, to a home dog, especially when his offenses have started slow because he's had a new quarterback. Pretty much every year, Colts will end up winning that game, but I don't think they're going to blow out Houston. And like we you talked about, I, I think the Steelers for sure uh, end up covering, possibly even winning outright against Cincinnati. Ooh. Brother, I'm looking at seven. Yeah, the Texans are getting seven. Yeah, either way, however you look at it, that yeah, book. it was, that, it oh, was eight and, and a half about a, it was eight and a half about a day or day or two. Wow. So you can already tell that that's, uh, that's yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right on the line there, bud. As always, appreciate the time. Looking forward to chatting with you on Thursdays throughout the season. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Ben. All right, gentlemen. Be good. At Benny Heist, H-E-I-S is the way to give a follow over on Twitter. When we come back, we will take your phone calls. 800-998-1003. It is the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra, totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school, and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new, and we want your trade, and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview on West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. 
It's Gus, Cat, and Gail with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams. And you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Chef Scotty to the left of me. Professor has made his way back over here as well as um he uh had his uh, show debut earlier today. Chef Scotty, you said you heard it. It was excellent. It was. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, sir. How about yourself? Chef Scotty, was, I like the jersey, man. Oh, come on. Very nice. Nice. Are you a Cardinal fan? No, I'm an Astros fan, but I respect but I respect the game. There's nothing to respect. For There's nothing boy, to yeah. respect with the Cardinals <laughs> at all. I mean, it. I got some respect I mean, like, for you. Look at the wall, man. Come on now. Exactly. They're one it's of the most corrupt the organizations. Venezuela would be proud by the way the Cardinals run their organization. They got my boy the wizard right there. What you doing? Come on now. You, Come on, Goose. I, 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 I get jealous, the heebie-jeebies bro. when I walk in here. Don't I do, be I, peanut butter and look, jealous, Goose. I, I, I love the red chairs. Red's my favorite color. It's my son's favorite color. It's it's Eli's just, favorite color. Okay, I like my that. My son's favorite yeah. color, so yeah, he I, loves yeah, the red. Yeah. Just, so you know, cub red. Pelican red. Not falcon or cardinal <laughs> red. One and the same to me, by the way. Oh. Just letting you know. Dude. You're essentially a Falcon fan. Chef Scotty, don't the kick Falcons him out. Falcons have an ugly fire engine red. Well? The Cardinals are well, cardinal color. Cardinal red. That is not like some ugly red. Come on, man. How about the Cubs with this ugly C on their It's uniform? a gorgeous C. Just beautiful don't be C. That it's the guy. same letter. It's the same letter from my son, Carver. They're not it's beautiful. winning. You don't no, even know what's is. going on with that team. There it is. Uh, how was it today, sir? 10 to noon, Boomtown's one every Thursday, huh? Yeah, every Thursday, uh, live at Boomtown Casino on the West Bank, live from the sports book. Uh, it was fantastic. It was great to have a lot of the guests come in. Uh, Devin Snow, uh, from Hold the Mayo Sports. Uh, great to have him on. Uh, Tyler. Fulgham from ESPN's Daily Wager yeah. uh, came on at 11.30, uh, had some great advice. So that's the uh, the game that I gave you. That was his big bet of the week was that uh, the, 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 the 49ers, 49ers and Bears. Uh, are minus seven. Uh, he thinks Bears are terrible and believes that the 49ers will probably win by more than a touchdown. Oh, really? See, I was going to go the other way. I'm going the other way based on this, right? I, I do think Justin Fields can make some plays. Yeah. And I think everyone expects the Bears are going to be bad and all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But... How about on the other side of that, this all of a sudden just, hey, Trey Lance is just going to be that much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, I know the guy has some experience and things of that nature and can do so, but, man, I I mean, again, you're, you're kind of putting a, a lot on him. This game's in Chicago. I, I just, I, I, it's the, the expected, 49ers man. are the better team it, overall. Yeah. But, I mean, they're giving know. They're giving Trey Lance a very, very short leash. I see. I don't think that. That's I, I why think Garoppolo's there. Can still. you do that though? I don't think you can do that. Absolutely. I mean, I it's the same way with. You say uh, it's the same way with uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky out in Pittsburgh. Now that's different. It's Mitch a Trubisky's short a lease. It's a Mitch toe. Trubisky's me, a bum. No, he's not he, a bum. He's, he's been a, a starter bum. for four years. You've seen that. You are sitting a starter in Garoppolo because you think this kid's your future. I got to give him longer than a game, Scott, or a quarter. Uh, that's Mr. Saying, no, Let's I was, bench I was, Chase uh, Daniels no. after a first quarter. What I heard was two or three games. Just give him some time. You got to give Trey Lance some time. And if he comes well, out and I sets mean. the world, if he does come out, let, let's say that what, uh, what, what Tyler said is correct. Yeah. If he does come out in that first game against the Bears, the, you know, granted, Bears aren't a great team. But if he comes out that first game, wins by more than a touchdown, wins by two touchdowns, yeah. or whatever the number is going to be in Chicago, you got it's, it's going to raise some eyebrows and say, okay, maybe they did the right thing by starting this guy and keeping Garoppolo on the bench. And I tell you now, the way that the league is, the way that the league is set up, don't you wish that you had a guy like Garoppolo on the bench like last season for the Saints mm. when Jameis yeah, Winston I, I goes down? You want that, yeah. a starter quality guy behind your guy. Look at Andy Dalton. You don't think Andy Dalton could be starting somewhere right oh, now? I agree. 
I you agree. want a starter quality right. guy right behind your guy just in case something happens. So it's, it's really a great security blanket for Trey Lance. And plus, apparently, Garoppolo kind of likes the guy. It's not like he hates him. It wasn't like a well, I mean, he has, to play, he has to play the game. I mean, he can't go out there and say his guy's terrible and I don't want to be here because then no one's going to hire him. I mean, you, I mean, there you go. I mean, Look, all yeah. I know is this. You know, like in baseball, yeah. you have walk-up music. Right. Yes. Every time Mitch Trubisky takes the field in Heinz Field, well, it's not longer Heinz Field, it's something else now. Right? Anyway, there it is. Come on. Come on. Mitch, what, look, man. Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky backed up Joshua I got, I got Patrick another, Allen last year I got in another, Buffalo. Got another one. And was great. Don't do that. Don't do that to Mitchell. Come on. <laughs> It's j- <laughs> the Bears were terrible when he was there. The Bears are still terrible. Well, but, the only but, reason why Trubisky didn't really yeah, get a fair shake. You know shake. what a good quarterback does, right? Come on, elevates man. everybody else. I think. I, I just think the guy. Don't be a hater your I'm, whole life. I'm, I'm just preparing with, Steeler fans with that oh, no. coaching staff. We which, suck again. Yeah, I'm just, with, I'm just saying. With Mike Tomlin, who I think is the finest just coach saying. in the league, one hundred percent. With him, yeah. I think. Trubisky can be a really good quarterback. Oh, I on. think he was with a dumpster fire. Got, got another man. one for you right here. Ready? The uh, the Steelers broadcast crew can just get this one ready. <laughs> come on. Ladies and gentlemen, the Pittsburgh Steelers under Mitch Trubisky. Don't do that. No, I, come on. It's over. It's done. No. Titan. No. No, this is it. Mitch is going to raise some eyebrows. Comeback oh, player of the year. <laughs> From backup. Oh, to back up and watch them play, they th- do they thing. Yeah, what, is it, back up. Are you? Back is, up. It, is it that every time I'm somewhere, yeah. you got to just show up? Like what's going on? <laughs> back, back up is a oh key word here. God. Roy's here, baby. Back, oh, I love Roy. back up is the key word, by the way. When you back I love up the, uh, Roy, man. the moving truck at Mitch Trubisky's condo. Uh, dude, anybody that okay. flies out of town to go see his team every week is cool. Every he's got, week, he's got he's got a nervous smile on I, his face I, I, today. I would look like more of a nervous smile. How are I you feeling today? Are you nervous? That. Are you nervous today? No, not really. I have a theory though. I feel like he's he's Batman, and that's what it is. Because only Bruce Wayne would have that kind of money where he's just flying out every week to go see his team and that kind of time to do that. Do you not have a job, sir? Yeah. What is your what is your mode of income? What is? I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's good to see you, Roy. Uh, good, good luck to you and 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 Tua tug of eye, tug of ball out of this. Yeah, but um, tug of a tug of tug of not longer, not not longer. Tug of tug of tug of tug of choo choo. Was it that? <laughs> Chef Scott, don't give him the come uh, on, Chef. What did you see? Well, good. Here's it's okay. It's okay, Professor. It's we only right. have three minutes into the top of the hour, Great. so yeah, then we'll go right. to break. It's good. What do you want? You're not even saying anything. <laughs> you just walk in and don't say anything. That's unnerving. We talked about the Dolphins on the show today, by the way, and put them on the money line as a good bet as a part of a parlay. So it looks like they who, – who the Dolphins got this week? Patriots. Oh, yeah, that's right. In Patriots, Miami, the Patriots gonna be it, The Patriots are going to be on well, six-line anyway. But, Roy, are you nervous that Belichick brought his team earlier this week? They've been in well, Boca Raton. They've been practicing Boca. over there. They've been, they've been hanging out at Boca, getting used Boca. to the, the heat, the humidity, acclimating to the process. Are you nervous? Nah, they got there early because they knew they were going to get a beat down, so they want to leave early. You're telling so, me there's not a condo in all of Del Boca Vista? So here's the thing. Two is three and zero oh against Belichick. Belichick has never lost to the same team four times in a row. No opponent. So it's be a first time for everything. Oh boy. So. Why does this feel like a wrestling promo? He's like, like, it's, like, it's, it's like that, Tua, like Tua said. Monotone. You need to put some, you need yeah. to put the rock uh, music. Do like, you smell what the Roy is cooking? <laughs> like Tua said, you could talk good about him, you could talk bad about him, but at least he's being talked about. Day in and day out. Come on. Really? That means it's important. We, and just, we're just getting ready for it. You know? Whoa. Just like ATL gonna smash y'all. 31-17. Oh, Got two minutes left. Just, just bear with it. 31-17. 31-17. How would, you really got the fat. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Jabroni. The Roy is here to talk about two a tug of, tug of, I can't, I still can't say it. It's two a, tug of our No, two a can't throw it that Two interceptions. Two can't throw it that longer. Two can't throw it that longer. That's how it works. <laughs>
I'm just look for your sake. They better wax the Patriots. Okay. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, Please I, move I, them I out of the way. I don't want to hear they won by one. A win is a win because I don't want to hear that. It better be as convincing a showing as I've ever seen. By the way, you speak about this. I mean, like the offense, the Grammy I mean, again. Mike McDaniel's the greatest offensive mind since the Gurus. Sean, Sean McVay. Since Sean Pete. Apparently. Offense has Brian Dabo. Thirteen and four. All right, I'm writing it down. It is the low? He's, is the low? Okay. Is the low? Give me, give me, give me your final Saints take. This is it. Thirty-one seventeen. They're gonna lose. Are oh, you talking about the, the record? That's fine. We'll go thirty-one seventeen Falcons. And what's your record? You're, now, probably like four and thirteen, five and twelve. Now, based on what? What do you mean now? What happened? Oh, y'all got. How did you take away in, all these injuries? Oh, all all these, those injuries. Defensive oh. line off the chain. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so you going four and what? No, nah, I'm going five and twelve. Five and twelve. All right, five and twelve. I give y'all one. I give y'all one more win. Well, that's really nice of you, Bill. Y'all losing today? Y'all Overall. definitely losing today. Overall. Overall, Bill's gonna be eleven and six. You're a lie. Ooh, eleven and six is not that bad now. You're eleven and six. I'll yeah, take the money on that. Right. I'll take the bet on that. Easy enough. Eleven. And that brings six. an end to our number two. When we come back, our number three. And in this hour, we'll speak with Lee Sterling at two fifteen for Paramount Sports. Open phone lines the rest of the way as well. If you'd like to chime in, do so on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. ESPN in New Orleans. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. An oil change with quality oil like Castrol Edge Full Synthetic can help your engine get more